Welcome back to another Future Socks podcast, and joining me on Skype is Zach Birdie. Zach, thanks for your time, man. No problem. Thanks for having me. So you uh, you mentioned uh, that you're you're in Chicago now. Yeah, in Chicago, spending some time with my family, trying to stay safe and and accomplish as much as I can. So um, back up in Chicago and just and just waiting for some news on uh, what the what the plan is and and what the layout for the season is going to be. So you, um, we'll get to, we'll go back to spring training in just a second. But so what's it, what's it like for you right now? I mean, you find, you have somewhere to throw, you've got uh, people to throw to, got an area to work out. What's it like for you? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, a couple of my buddies I went to Louisville with are Chicago guys and, and they went home too. And lucky enough that one of them is a catcher and I've uh, been throwing to him and, uh, a couple of pitchers are there. So bouncing ideas off those dudes, uh, basically like a second off season. Um, you have your group that you work out with, uh, you throw with, and then, um, yeah, I mean, there's just not, there's not a lot of whole lot to do for baseball right now. So trying to, to maximize that opportunity and, um, at my parents' place and have weights there, have everything I need to, to accomplish that. And, um, lucky that there's some, some public spaces open to throw in. And like I said, other than that, just waiting for a plan and, uh, until then, knocking the days out and, and trying to maintain everything that we that we worked on in spring and um, hopefully get to showcase it whenever there's a season. So for you, are, are you doing more of a weights-wise, like as an off-season approach or in-season approach, or what's it like for you? Uh, a little mix of both. Um, I would say the workouts are more geared towards maintaining what I've worked on this off-season yeah. while also um, – working on some of the holes um, within my within my body. So, like, getting, making sure that my knee's strong, making sure that my elbow's strong, shoulder, anything that um, has been uh, cut open in the past and definitely maintaining that rehab and uh, trying to make the most of the time to, to get stronger and um, stuff like that. But, uh, like, with that, you got to make sure that you're not overdoing it. You're still – your main goal right now is to throw and throw efficiently and – um, so that's the approach I've taken and, uh, it's, about, it's pretty much an in-season approach with, with a couple more, um, things added on into it. So with your throwing plan, you mentioned you're throwing to some buddies and, and stuff like that. Are you, are you throwing to any, are you throwing to any hitters or I mean, are you facing anybody live or what, what's, what's life there? Uh, it's a mix. Um, it's tough. I mean, yeah, people are, people are working, people are trying to, so whatever, whatever we can get done that day, uh, trying to get off the mound two times, three times a week, uh, max. And, uh, like I said, I mean, there's no, there's no rush. It's just a maintain, uh, moment for me right now, uh, trying to accomplish some things. Um, definitely trying to sharpen up, uh, location, all that stuff, trying to make it in season to where I'm feeling my best. Uh, and yeah, I mean, there's only, there's only so many hitters, so many guys, but definitely trying to make the most of the time. Let's go back to uh, spring training while you guys were there. It's been it's been almost you know two and a half months now. But uh, how, how did you feel that things were going? I know you threw a few innings in the Cax League. How do you how do you feel you uh, you were doing? Uh, I mean, I felt really positive about it. A uh, couple of months removed now, and um, still remember. I mean, definitely got a lot of confidence between those four outings and um, just being able to go out there and and see ABs and see guys in the box and see what works and what doesn't. And uh, the biggest thing for me, I think, was just being back in the locker room, being around the guys, feeling like like one of them again. And um, that's a huge part of the rehab process is 
you're not really uh, involved in a whole lot of stuff. You're not involved with the outside work. Uh, you're on completely different schedules than all the guys who are healthy. So um, it's definitely easy to get removed from that scene and removed from um, that feeling of, of being one of the guys, being a contributor. And um, that was really nice to get back into the swing of things and feel like I could contribute and feel like I was pulling my weight. And um, that was that was probably the biggest thing that I took away from spring. And um, I was excited to go down to the minor league side when I got optioned and, and continue that. And um, wherever I was being sent to, Birmingham or Charlotte, doing the same thing in that locker room and just progressing the entire year. And um, hopefully I still get that opportunity. And uh, I think it's, it's definitely something to build off of. And I think spring 2020 will definitely be – um, a moment in my career that I remember as uh, kind of a 180. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's been, it, you know, it, for your journey, it, it was good. You know, it's good to see you back in, in healthy and you know things like that. It's, I mean, you're, you're not healthy. It, you know, it doesn't matter. As you know, it doesn't matter how, how good you know things are going. So the, this health right now is is been it's, you know very important. Do you do you think this extra this extra time I, I guess has been beneficial in kind of stabilizing things in I don't know about getting stronger and things like that but I mean making you feel more confident in in your health yeah um definitely yeah I mean when uh spring first started I was pretty pretty confident in everything I had going and then um getting out there and seeing that all the hard work had kind of come together and um was kind of back on that track of of where I was in the past so um, to see that, uh, was definitely, um, a confidence booster, but, uh, there was holes or stuff that I definitely could improve on. And this time has been something that has allowed me to, uh, maximize those injuries, figure out what holes are left in them, what I need to do to, um, keep them healthy throughout an entire season, what works, what doesn't work. And, uh, I think after, um, this break, this quarantine, um, not only me, but you're going to see a lot of guys who, who took this time to, to figure out who they are, figure out what works for them. And um, I think it's definitely going to be a big building building block within our organization. And um, it's going to be exciting to see everyone come back and, and see what they've improved and see what they've been working on. It seems like, well, I, I don't want to, I, I don't want, want to make a, a blanket statement, but it seems like this could, this, you know, losing months of the season it's, can only help guys like like yourself and and Jake Berger and Kopech and Carlos Rodon and Jimmy Lambert. You know guys that and Dane who's coming back. It seems like guys that have that are big parts of this organization that you know had a few injuries. It seems like all this time is just extra time for all of you guys to just get healthy and get ready to go when the season does start. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, I still talk to those guys down in AZ, and it seems like everyone is is on the right track and everyone feels healthy. Everyone feels good and. Um, they seem excited uh, for where they're all at, so that's awesome. And um, I know that they're working uh, their tails off down there. I've been through it twice now, and um, I know the scene, and um, I'm excited for them. I think a lot of those dudes are going to come back, and uh, people kind of wrote them off with right. the injuries and kind of the way that it all shaped out with everything kind of back-to-back-to-back. Um, so it'll be exciting, and uh, I think you're right. I think guys like them and guys like me who have seen um, – injuries kind of accumulate over the last couple of years uh, this time to kind of restart our bodies and um, refresh our minds is going to be huge in the coming months. Do you think, you know, I've talked with, with um, pitchers and hitters in the organization and I've asked 
each one of them this question. And and obviously, a pitcher is going to say a pitcher, or a hitter is going to say a hitter. But do you think this is um, it's going to be easier? I don't know about easier, but I'll just say easier for hitters or, or pitchers to, you know, once once that you guys get the go ahead and say, hey, you know, let, let's say maybe middle of June, you guys have two weeks, two and a half weeks, and then boom, we're ready to go that, you know, that first week of July or whatever it might be. Do you think it's going to be easier for hitters to, to come back or, or pitchers to be ready? Um, I think in the grand scheme of things, I think it's just all about what guys have, have done during this time, what they um, – what they've prioritized and what they've, what they've accomplished. Um, I think there's going to be guys who, who need more time than others. And there's going to be guys that, that never skip a beat and um, are feeling good and uh, can compete on day one with, with no problems. But um, yeah, I think that that two and a half, three week mini spring training that they're, that they're suggesting is going to be a time for people to uh, kind of wage where they're at and um, figure out what they need to do to get back to playing shape. But uh, for me, I think I think pitchers, I think hitting is so unbelievably difficult, and I think spring training offers that time to see as many live ABs as you can, and to step away from that, and then to step away from seeing live pitching and um, being around those guys and being able to bounce ideas off other hitters. Uh, I think it's going to be um, pretty difficult. I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for both sides. I just think hitting is. It's a really, really tough task, and I know those guys put a lot of hours in to get their bodies and their minds right for the season, and to not have that and kind of have it um, scrunched into that two-and-a-half-week, three-week period is going to be pretty testing for a lot of people. Let's uh, let's get away from baseball here for a second. You, you said you're back at home, you know, with your uh, family. What are you doing in your free time? I mean, you know, we can't. You, you have your, your free time daily and stuff like that. So what are you doing in your free time? Video games, book, what, what's going on with you? Uh, a little mix of everything. Uh, when it first started, just crushing puzzles. And then um, as the weather got better and uh, able to go outside more, I tried just doing that as much as possible. Being outside just made um, my sanity and everything just a lot easier. Uh, just being stuck inside and not really um, – getting out into, into nature and doing all that. So walking, uh, going out, playing pickup games of whatever it is, basketball, um, soccer, anything. Um, but the biggest thing's probably been golf, just going to the course and um, being able just to, to be around some people that, that typically you're not allowed to be around because of, of the lockdown and stuff like that and um, see how they all are and catch up with them has been, has been huge for me. And um, I've tried maximizing that as much as possible and, uh, trying to keep sane during this crazy time. Are you a good golfer? Am I? No, I'm a, <laughs> I am the complete opposite of a good golfer. I am, I'm there for, uh, the fun, but, uh, I've definitely gotten better. Um, broke 90, uh, the first time, um, a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, hopefully break 80 eventually, but that's a very, very long way to work. So just out there having fun for the time being. What's uh you know uh, other than health I think what what's whenever we do get back to, to games this season um, hopefully this season uh, what's what's your biggest goal I guess you know other than staying healthy um, I think I mean competing just getting getting uh, to the big league level and and competing and, and trying to show um, 
show everybody that I belong. And um, just like everyone else, it's just, it's getting to that, that top tier level and, and showing people that um, you're there to stay. You're not just an up and down guy. And uh, that's been my goal the last three seasons. And um, obviously it hasn't panned out. Uh, there's been some hiccups and some, some hurdles to jump over. And uh, I don't want to change that goal. Um, it's been my goal since the moment that the White Sox drafted me and it's going to continue to be the thing that drives me. And uh, I'm excited for, for the season to happen and to get that opportunity. All right, Zach, I appreciate your time, man. Uh, stay safe up there, and hopefully we get some baseball here pretty soon. And, uh, yeah, thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. That's Zach Birdie, another Future Sox podcast interview. Welcome back for another Future Sox podcast. Joining me on Skype this time, it's Will King Cannon. Will, thanks for your time, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, dude, uh, we talked, I think, like last time in, I want to say, January or something. I think it was right after uh, Illinois destroyed Purdue. That was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was right after that. that yeah, was a good time. Um, early January or so. Um, obviously, a lot's happened since then, you know, but uh, we'll, we'll kind of backtrack as we go. But, but right now, uh, it's kind of what are you up to? Where are you at? Uh, how are things going for you? Uh, I mean, I'm staying staying healthy, staying away from obviously this coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, but thankfully, I've had opportunities to stay in shape and get my work in at a facility near me. Um, been throwing live to some pro hitters in uh, Wisconsin every week, and um, just just staying ready for whatever the Sox have planned if we get the season rolling. So, so. Yeah, it's it's in- interesting. I've talked with you know a handful of guys, and everyone's situation is obviously different what they can do where they can do it and just who they mm-hmm. can who they can throw to and, and and things like that so you you are getting some some live hitters in yeah yeah i've uh been going to wisconsin like i said uh i've been throwing against guys like gavin lux and some other some other pro guys so it's good competition good uh obviously good uh competition to stack myself up against and uh just to stay ready and uh, stay in game shape. So if we do get called and we have to go to Arizona or whatever, I'm, I'm ready to go. I don't have to have like a lay layoff period where I need to get adjusted again. I'll just be ready to go right when, right when they need me. So. Are you treating this as like an off season throwing plan or in season or I mean, what's LA? <laughs> it's kind of, it's, it's different, man. Yeah. I mean, as far as the throwing, I'm considering as a kind of an in-season. Like I'm, okay. I'm getting off the mound two to three times a week because I'm a reliever, obviously. I need to be ready on, you know, shorter notice than a starter. But as far as like lifting, uh, I've been kind of doing an off-season, in-season, like I don't know, medley in a way. Like there will be weeks where I'm pretty heavy lifting because I mean I knew we had some time, and then there's other weeks where. I'm acting like we're in season. I'm just maintaining and doing mobility and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's definitely a lot of variables, but I've been I've been staying in shape and I mean I'm feeling good and ready to go. But I mean, it's definitely a weird time. I mean, there's no there's no right answer or any yeah. um, catalog of how to go about this the right way. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, I feel good. So, you uh, you do anything new? Adding anything or just kind of maintaining and improving on what, what you, what you, um, I've been, I've been actually working on a, on a hard slider, okay. uh, cause they, they've kind of graded my, my breaking ball out, which is probably my best pitch last year. Uh, I mean, as, but they graded it out as like a really good curveball, like a 12, six curveball. So, uh, 
I mean, it's in that 83, 85 range, but I'm trying to get like a 88, 80, 88, 89 mile an hour slider in there. And I, I've been practicing that a lot at home, obviously. It's a, I mean, it's giving me some extra time to work on it, which is good. And um, yeah, that's basically the only thing that I've changed. But uh, besides everything else, just, just like I said, staying consistent before and, and just being the best I could be every time I go out there. What do you think of, or what do you make of the, the draft shrinking to just five rounds? Huh. Sure. Man, that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy. I mean, obviously I was an 11th round pick, so, um, if we went five rounds, I obviously wouldn't have got picked that right. year. Um, so it's definitely a weird scenario. I feel bad for the guys. I mean, they're going to be six, seventh round picks and the max they could sign for is 20 K when they're probably, a. 150k player type thing you know what i'm saying but um i understand why the mlb is doing it. i just think five rounds is not nearly enough rounds i think a better number to cut it down to like full time would be like 2025 um i think 40 is almost too much but uh 20 to 25 rounds i think would be perfect five rounds is just man i mean you got to fill out a lot of a lot of teams a lot of rosters and you're, you're signing a lot of guys for 20k that are probably worth more which kind of sucks for the player do you think i mean obviously we have, we have no idea what what collegiate sports are going to look like you know this fall or you know next yeah. spring even so do you think i mean i, I don't even want to say if things go back to normal because they're not but if, if things are trending more towards normal i mean do you think the juco ranks are going to be even tougher this year this upcoming year i mean with all these guys that don't sign yeah yeah i mean there's going to be i'm, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of guys like I said, juniors that are going to be like projected to be sixth, seventh round picks and they don't get picked. And it's like, all right, like, do I go back to school for my senior year and finish my degree and then sign for 10 to 15 K the next year? Or do I take this 20 K and just start my pro career? You know? Um, I mean, that's a, that's a real decision. I mean, at the end of the day, you're not losing that much money if you go back to school. So I would, I would understand if a lot of kids want to finish their degree and get another year under their belt and, and uh, get obviously try to get picked as a fit, as a senior in the top five rounds, which is possible. But definitely, definitely some dialogue that we haven't seen in the past is going to happen. And I don't know how many how many guys organizations are going to sign after the fifth round. It's just going to be weird. So we'll see. What um, What are you doing for fun right now? What are you doing in your free time? <laughs> Not much. I've been playing a lot of two K. Okay. Uh, I basically wake up, do the same thing every day. Wake up, eat breakfast cook my grandma a little something, walk my dog, and then uh, go go lift weights and then do my mobility stuff and then play catch. And then I just I just got a free day after that pretty much. I mean, playing a lot of 2K, just trying to stay busy. I've been shooting a lot of hoops outside, yeah. shooting the basketball around because it's starting to get nice out. But um, nothing much. I mean, obviously, we got the stay-at-home order still in Illinois, so people aren't really going out, you know, so – uh, I've, I've seen a couple of my friends, but haven't really been hanging out with anybody. So just staying, staying healthy, staying safe, and you know, just staying ready. I assume you're playing with the Bulls because they're such a good team in that game, right? Oh, oh yeah, we just uh, my, my my player. We just won the NBA Finals with the Bulls. Oh. Uh, you know, no no big deal, no big deal. I was averaging like 57 in the finals, so it wasn't bad. <laughs> 57. <laughs> yeah, I think I was averaging 57 and 17 in the finals. Kind of carried us, and then. It's funny because after your first year in my player, you're a free agent, 
and then like they offer you like a contract and then the, the GM said I'm not a max player so then I went to the Knicks so I was oh, mad oh goodness <laughs> what uh what did you what did you think of the last dance oh I loved it loved it I mean I obviously being a Bulls fan being a huge MJ guy like I knew a lot of the stories right. in there um but just the behind the scenes video and everything like that like I mean, it was just incredible. The, the scenes with the like them throwing the dice against the, the wall or the the cords against the wall with like the security guards, like that's the stuff you don't see that is actually really fun to like see. Because obviously, being in a clubhouse with your teammates, like not everyone knows what's going on behind the scenes. So, I mean, it was just definitely cool to see MJ and I mean, obviously, a guy like Rodman and Pippen, how they went about their business was really cool. What did you think of uh, how they made uh, Pip out to be? See, I, I do think they, they made it seem like Pip got a bad rep for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you really think about it, that guy was a top five player in the NBA during his prime, you know. And mm-hmm. They're going over the bad things more than kind of what he meant to the team and what he did for the team, you know. I mean, they're talking about the the 1.8 seconds or whatever with coach and then um, obviously how they wanted to get paid more after he signed that deal. But – I mean, I just, I don't know. Like, like Jordan was saying, like, how he was selfish and things like that. Like, MJ, you're making $33 million, you know? Like, <laughs> exactly. And, you, and, and, you, and you're probably getting another $3 million in endorsement. So I can understand why they wouldn't want to get, to get his money when he's winning titles every year and he's top five player in the NBA. So uh, I don't know. But, I mean, we all, we all know he's a legend, and that team is legendary. I mean, you can't it's Phil Jackson leading the home. You can't beat it. So when uh, yeah, I I know you talk to Kate a lot. He he gives me all this LeBron <laughs> stuff every day. Yeah, and I, I'm just like he tell, he tells me all the time that the Warriors, the team that LeBron beat, obviously seventy three nine, are the best team ever. I said they can't be the best team ever if they don't win the finals. That doesn't make sense to me. He uh yeah we we talked to the other day. I didn't I didn't ask him about it because I didn't want to get into the whole. Oh, I don't want to hear about his nonsense with LeBron. It's just it's 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 like so. I I mean, you get outscored by Jason Terry in the finals, you can't be to go. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. So, but hey, LeBron, LeBron's an all-time great. We know that, but I just can't. I cannot deal with Cade when we talk about that. Cade my is, guy, uh, though. Yeah. My guy, though, for sure. At least we at least we have the the Bears in common with uh, with them. I guess like that's true, true. Which. That's another topic for another time. What uh, what do you <laughs> what getting back to baseball here real quick, and then we'll uh, wrap it up with something non baseball. But what do you you know? I've asked each guy, and it's funny because I've I've talked to mainly pitchers. I've ta- I talked to Miker, and I'm talking to, to Gavin after this. But um, like Birdie, I talked to Birdie and, and Tyler Johnson and, and Flores, um, and then Kate, of course, and asked you guys the same question. And in terms of this when it is time to, to go back and things you're not I mean, you're not having a, a month and a half of spring training you're gonna have a, a couple of weeks and it mm-hmm. obviously it obviously kind of depends on what guys have been able to do but overall do you think it'll be more difficult for pitchers or hitters to get back in the groove in, in such a short period of time well so for me I mean I think I'm ready to go and I think, I mean, I'm confident in my abilities, obviously, but I think it's always, I mean, it's harder to hit, period. Like, you hit 300, you're a Hall of Famer type thing. So it's harder for guys to get their timing off pitchers. And if they haven't been able to see live arms throwing 90, 95 miles an hour all the time, and they have to get back into spring training and get two to three weeks, 
I'm just going to assume it's going to be hard for hitters to get back in that groove. Um, as far as pitchers, like even if they haven't been able to face hitters, I mean, they're still throwing bullpens. Right. They're still they're still seeing that catcher in a stance and trying to locate pitches where they need to know they need to execute them. Um, but I mean, hitters, man, just think about it. You're not seeing live arms. I know a machine can do so much, but there's just something different about a live arm, how the ball comes out and and spin and all that. So I think it's definitely an adjustment period for the hitters, but it's not like it's not like when it's February and they get to April in Chicago when it's 40 degrees. It's going to be warm out, so I think they'll adjust quicker. Um. Kind of along with that, I mean, you correct correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, obviously as a pitcher, you guys are you guys are on the bullpen, you doing whatever, but you know, also as a hitter, you're 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 on the bench with guys, and you're, and it just seems like obviously pitchers are more more individual, I guess, than hitters mm-hmm. during games too. Is, I mean, so to kind of get I mean, that, you know, I mean, you're 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 by yourselves now, and you're preparing now, but as hitters, you're not. I mean, you're getting more used to being with the guys again. I, I don't know how I want to kind of phrase that, but do you kind of get what I'm saying? I mean, I kind of understand. It's just, I mean, every every guy is not only like individualized in their in their own routine, their own things they have to do. But I mean, when we're in the bullpen with a bunch of guys, like we definitely feed off each other, yeah. definitely listen to each other, as to say. So, I mean, I, same thing with hitters. I mean, obviously they're individualized and they do they do their own routine, everything they need to do, but. I mean, they definitely feed off other guys and what they're struggling with something, asking questions and things like that. So I think it's similar, um, around, like around our teammates and what what we're trying to accomplish. We ask similar questions for what we're trying to, um, obviously accomplish on the, out there in the mound or in the, in the batter's box. Last thing before I let you go, are you um, have you taken up any new skills during this time? Are you, you cooking? You, you do anything else new? <laughs> uh. Let me think here. Let me think here. I mean, I've been tr- diet wise. I've been trying to eat different things. I wouldn't say I'm cooking okay. more or better. Uh, my mom usually hooks me up with the cooking a lot nice. of times. Um, I mean, I just got, like I told you, I just got better at 2K for pretty, pretty much the most part. I mean, and I feel more comfortable throwing this slider harder. So, I mean, yeah. as, as far as everything else, I mean, I've been doing all my stuff in the weight room and and uh out, out on the field with my catch play but um no no new skills i'm pretty i'm pretty simple i'm pretty laid back guys so. I, I just got off the phone with, uh, with zach uh birdie and he said that he's he's taking up golf he's now a big golfer and, oh i'm the worst golfer in the world so i'm <laughs> not even gonna try that yeah I'm, uh, i did hey i did make 45 free throws in a row yesterday though so, but that's always but you that's played, always been a but you skill you played basketball in high school though oh yeah oh so, yeah so i mean you're not just just picking up the basketball for the first time and, and doing it. No, no. When I say it's, when I say it's a new skill, it's not. I can shoot. I can shoot that thing. So, <laughs> but I'm just I'm just saying I'm still working on. It. I still I still enjoy shooting around and playing. I mean, obviously you can't be like playing full court games right now, but right. just shooting in my driveway. That's probably the most thing I do outside of baseball and weights and things like that. I just shoot around because I still enjoy it. So. All right, man. Well, uh, appreciate it. Um, you know. Stay safe. Hopefully, we'll get some baseball here in the next month or so. Or not, well, get ready to go in the yep. next month and some games here, a month and a half or so, and do what we can this season. And, uh, you know, just hopefully we'll, we'll get things going. Yep, I'm on the same page with you. I appreciate you, Clint. Yeah, dude, we'll talk to you later. Thanks for your time. Stay safe. You too. All right, that's Wilkin Cannon, another Future Sox podcast.